We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Answer San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Tuesday. Yeah, Taco Tuesday. In fact, I plan on eating me some tacos uh, when I get home tonight. Hey, glad to have you guys here with me. The fight continues. President Trump continues to fight for us. We're going to continue to do our part to fight for this country. We've got an amazing lineup of topics for you guys tonight, as well as a special guest who remains in the fight. And uh, she's going to be here. It's been a while since she's been on the show. One, The one and only Dr. Gina Loudon who is the new president of programming for the hottest new media outlet out there. And we need to support new media because the fight must continue with getting the truth out there. We must overcome the legacy media to keep this fight forward. As she's also host of the new show, Dr. Gina Primetime. So you're going to want to stay tuned. She will be here after the top of the show. President, breaking news tonight as I was coming into the show. President Trump uh, issued a, a viral video pushing back against the crap sandwich that was being spoon-fed to us by the dynamic duo of corruption and communism that is leader Mitch McConnell and Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. we got to talk about that, and he issued pardons for 15 people. Do you guys know what pathogenic... I'm even forgetting the term. Uh, Pathogenic... Immunity, I think it is. Priming. Thank you very much. Pathogenic priming. This is this is a, a term that I just heard yesterday, and we got to explain to you what pathogenic. Thank you, my man. Pathogenic priming is because it's really important that you understand this as everybody is fighting over and thinking about and planning. We got more vaccines coming out. First it was Pfizer, now we got the Moderna vaccine coming out. You got to understand what pathogenic priming is, and I've got to make sure I understand it as well as remember the name of it because we got to share this really important information with you guys. 888-344-1170. Feel free to call in and weigh in on any of the topics. I, I'm, I'm particularly interested in your your thoughts on, I think I know what you guys think about this uh, so-called COVID relief bill, which was nothing but a big foreign aid bill. But I'm curious as to what you guys think about the presidential pardon of young Duncan Hunter here from San Diego, disgraced congressman, 
who went crazy with campaign contributions for personal business and pled guilty for it. What do you guys think about that pardon? I'll share with you my thoughts in a moment. 888-344-1170. And feel free to chime in on any of the topics of the day. He's already chimed in a little bit to help me out with the pathogenic priming name because he knows as much about it, if not more actually than myself. It's my man. It's DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Skins. Did not come this far to overcome this much and fight this hard only to surrender our country back to the depraved Washington swap. This is exactly why Mr. President came out today and uh, pushed back and said, no, this is not for the American people. Get it right or I'm not signing it. Absolutely. You know, he hadn't said much as the as the proverbial poop hit the fan yesterday. The poop being what was included in this what's supposed to be seven months. The American people, it was the government who stepped in and seized control of private property and removed the jobs from American people. And then for seven months, the the initial relief bill was crap in the first place. And then for seven months, they've done nothing. Over the summer, President Trump said, look, you get me a bill straight up targeting, straight up just writing checks to the American people that you sent home and I'll sign it. Nothing. Should be one or two pages. Should have been one or two pages. Five bullet points. Of here's how much money that the American people, the unemployed that were through no call, no fault of their own, the unemployed and the business owners, here's how much money we're going to give them. I don't believe we should be doing any of that. I think hashtag follow science. Uh, the relief that the average American needs right now is reopening of America and the jackboot of tyranny off their necks. But nevertheless, both the Republicans and the Democrats waited until after the election and thought that they were going to shove a bunch of crap under President Trump's nose and that he was going to be lame duck and he was going to or he's going to be backed into a corner and have no choice but to sign it. And I tweeted out this morning, President Trump, who is a fighter, wants and needs not just the Freedom Caucus, not just those, the constitutionalist that are the few, the handful, the six. By the way, there was only six Republicans in the Senate who refused to vote for this thing. Only six. And I tweeted out this morning, if President Trump wants to continue to have his base, have a stay in the fight and continue to fight for him, he must veto this bill. And I had people coming at me angry, saying that I was stabbing President Trump in the back. Look, a year ago, President Trump said, I will never sign a bloated, omnibus, crap weasel spending bill like this again. Kept his word. And he had to keep his word. He had to keep his word because this was wrong. This was throwing, and it was intentionally throwing MAGA under the bus. Mitch McConnell intentionally, this was a signal to the Republican Party and to the American people that Trump is done and we're done with you MAGA people. We ain't no, and we are no, we are not going back to any America first crap. In fact, you Americans are coming last. So President Trump goes to uh, the, does a video today in which he brilliantly for about three and a half minutes lays out crap that I didn't even know was in this bill. We're talking about millions of dollars for studying how many of a certain type of fish are in the Gulf of Mexico? A certain amount of money to fight the scourge that is the Asian carps. Look, I know that there's a lot of carps jumping in people's fishing boats or when they're when they're on the party barges, you know, in Minnesota lakes. Um, but that's not exactly the crisis that we face, nor is the crisis that we face with the American people wanting to make sure that we've got certain art museums or the Kennedy Center funded. And after he went through three excruciating minutes of laying out the crap that was in this bill. He said, I'm sending this back 
You come back to me, he said, when you've got an appropriate bill that increases, that doesn't, doesn't lay on the backs of the American people, all your little pet projects, but actually puts money into the mouths of the American people who desperately need it. And $600 ain't going to cut it. It needs to be at least $2,000 per person, 4000 per couple. And the small business, I guess there's some language in there for loans for small businesses. It needs to be not just for two years. It needs to be a minimum of five. And down the road, the Senate can pull that back at some point. But two, two years is not even remotely enough. I mean, I don't, there was no relief for student loans in this bill. But why in the world are we talking about relief for student loans at all when people sign their name to some loan that they took out that I didn't have any control over? You made the commitment. You decided to get your, your degree in, you know, gender non-binary nonsense. Why should we pay for it? I don't think that was in there, but we should be doing what we can for small businesses because it was through, they didn't have the choice. Although I would, I would say to the businesses right now that we do have a choice to not sit back at this point. Rand Paul gave a, a speech that also went viral in which he talked about the fact that the issue that we've got, the pain and suffering that is going on right now by the Americans was not inflicted by coronavirus. Here's where here's where I disagree with President Trump today, who put the blame on China. I agree with Rand Paul, who said that the pain and suffering going on in the American people right now is not as a result of the virus. It's as the result of the governors and the mayors across the country continuing to impose their unconstitutional crackdowns on the American people. And they need the relief in the form of the removal of the jackboot of tyranny. And what these Republicans did and the Democrats did was they're paying off these same Democrat mayors, these same Democrat governors, and enabling them to continue to impose their tyranny on the American people. And these same people, uh, these same Congress people doing this, making two hundred grand a year, sitting back, Spending our money, sending it to places like Cambodia and arguing over whether not to give us crumbs in the form of $600 is an absolute outrage. Now, Rand Paul, I've liked him more and more over the years. He's such he's such common sense. And to hear him say that is spot on what you and I have been talking about on this show for months. As for the pardons, I am glad. I actually had it on my list of topics tonight because I knew that he was pondering whether or not to pardon Duncan Hunter, uh, formerly Duncan Hunter of Congressional, young Dunker, cause it, 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 Duncan, because his father originally was congressman for the 50th district. And I was going to come out and say that I urged President Trump to pardon Duncan Hunter. And what I wanted him to do was actually go to the microphones to do it and give give this as an explanation. Not that he was urged by Congress people to do it. Not that he not that anything about Duncan Hunter having worn the the uniform of the U.S. military is being the reason. But the reason why I'm going to pardon, I wish Trump had said, I'm going to pardon Duncan Hunter is because Ilhan Omar is sitting in Congress. Ilhan Omar, who was never properly investigated for marrying her brother in an illegal immigration fraud scheme. She didn't pay a damn penance for the fact that she used contributions from from taxpayers who contributed to her campaigns fraudulently twice and was busted for it. On top of it, we found out a couple of weeks ago that she funneled six million dollars to a boyfriend's lobbying firm and she still sits in Congress. That's my reason for why I'm pardoning Duncan Hunter. I wish that that was the reason that he gave. Anything you want to say to that before I take a break? No, I, overall, I'm not going to say, you know, Hunter didn't make mistakes, uh, but he, he's, he's a good guy. I've always thought the Hunters that were, have been up, upstanding Americans, and uh, you can't have that double standard. So that's another yeah. congratulations to President Trump. Yeah, it's about equal justice under the law. Why should Duncan Hunter, why should he be sitting in prison when Elhan Omar is still sitting on the intelligence community? We're going to take a break. We come back super excited. 
to have my girl, Dr. Gina Loudon, is going to be here, president of programming for Real America's Voice, as well as host of the new amazing show, Dr. Gina Primetime, on the same network, Real America's Voice. And she's going to be here to talk about the fight, as well as the Student Action Summit, for which she's been attending and broadcasting from and actually spoke at. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. You San Diegans out there, how do you feel about yeah, young Duncan Hunter? getting pardoned today. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, I said the night before the election, you guys remember this, I said that it doesn't matter what happens tomorrow, the fight must continue. The fight for MAGA because when President Trump went to D.C., and got inaugurated. He faced two opposition parties, and, and that's never been more clear than it is right now. And President Trump continues to fight for us, as he did today, pushing back against this crap sandwich of a supposed COVID relief bill. And so the fight has to go on. And so I'm super excited tonight. Santa's come to me early, three days early with my next guest, because she has been in the fight, and she continues to stay in the fight. And I'm talking about my girl, Dr. Gina Loudon, president of the hottest new news and opinion outlet out there, Real America's Voice, and host of the hottest new show, Dr. Gina Primetime on Real America's Voice, and she joins me now. Dr. Gina, so glad to have you here, girl. Oh, my gosh. So happy to be on your show, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for all you do, and I'm going to put you through it because tonight I'm putting you through like a round table, like a lightning round of uh, topics related to fighting, and I got to get your response to... Um, before we get into the election fight, your response to President Trump continuing to fight for us and coming out tonight against this ridiculous so-called COVID relief package. Yeah, well, there's really, there's just, um, there's no choice on his part. I mean, he's vested so much of his life, his entire retirement, his family, his his reputation, his uh, billions, Uh, you know, it has cost him such a great amount to do what he's done so far, being the most productive promise made, promise kept president ever in the history, mm-hmm. the most transparent. Look at the peace he's made. Oh, my goodness, in the Middle East. I don't know if you watched any of this, Andrea, but this is so impressive. This is something everyone said couldn't be done. You just don't make peace between mm-hmm. the Israelis and the Arabs. But President Trump managed to pull this off as only he could do. And this is something that even Joe Biden cannot undo. Uh, regardless of how uh, deeply his his Alzheimer's progresses, he really cannot do this, and Kamala Harris can't do anything about it. So this is amazing. And so, of course, he's going to continue to fight, of course. And here's the best part of the whole scenario, if I can just spell this out for you. The best-case scenario is that they are successful in stealing this and that the American the American patriot gets a glimpse into the deep, evil eyes of true socialism, Mm -hmm. because right now, if Donald Trump comes back, think about this strategically, and he knows this, if Donald Trump comes back and continues his term, his four terms that he's justly entitled to because he won it, we know it, then he has four years with Congress, you know, biting at his heels, being a constant problem, just like they have been for the last uh, four years. But if he comes back four years from now, once America has stared down the, uh, you know, the, the, the um, gun of 
of uh, of of socialism. Mm-hmm. Can you even imagine the barrel? There you go. That's what I was looking for. Um, can you even imagine? Um, he will. He will. I promise you. This is what it will look like. He will attain a majority in the Senate. He'll maintain a majority in the House, and he will have the presidency. And life in America will be everything that we thought it will be truly great again. It will be um, all of the prosperity, all of the um, morality, a return to all the things that made America great to begin with. So it's very exciting times. It is exciting. And, you know, whether or not, uh, and, you know, I almost felt sorry for that Chris Christie coming out today saying, you know, Trump's probably going to come back in 2024. And I, I think I'm going to primary him. I, I you know, it, I, I'm, I'm still hoping that there's a pathway to victory. I know the runway is short, but that, that the right thing is going to happen and President Trump will be inaugurated on January 20th. But let's say it doesn't happen. You're right. We will have an opportunity to see the difference between a Trump administration putting America first. And unfortunately, people will feel the pinch of what it means to not have that and then they'll feel the reality which is actually on display in this covid relief bill i mean this is communism right they're making big bucks back in dc got you shut down and sitting at home and then they want to throw crumbs your way i mean this wake up this is communism so it's kind of it could be a win-win for us either way whether he gets inaugurated and the right thing happens because he won in an obvious clear landslide and the republicans do the right thing in january and fight these electoral uh, the uh, state Electoral, electoral votes from the contested states, or Biden get, ends up getting sworn in and Trump has the next four years to support new media outlets to fund the primary challengers against the rhinos that we need to get out, and then he can run mm-hmm. again in 2024. Yeah, because, because here's the thing. Here's the thing, Andrea, that I want your audience to realize, too. There's a lot more swamp to drain than just D.C. There's the media, there's mm-hmm. corrupt media, there's big tech, there's big pharma. I mean, there is lots of swamp to drain. Yeah. And the president is, you know, uniquely situated to have have true power in each of those arenas, knowing that he he is the the guy who all Republicans are going to look to in 2024. So they can try to do what they want to do um, with an incompetent Joe Biden who doesn't know where he is on any given day and a <laughs> radically left Kamala Harris mm-hmm. who got there in a precarious way. Um, and, and, and we'll all just watch it. And don't forget this. Remember, the Tea Party arose out of the Obama administration the moment he launched Obamacare. That is the reason the MAGA movement happened. The president doesn't often spell this out, but he says it. He says, he says I have Obama to thank for my presidency. Mm-hmm. And he does. That's absolutely true. But it is, it is because of the uprising of the Tea Party movement, which was born out of Obama's socializing medicine in the first place. And that is exactly where President Trump's presidency was was incubated, you know, mm-hmm. and so this will continue and this will only get better. I have never seen anything. I've been this whole weekend was um, uh, Turning Point USA's uh, big SAS weekend. And I was there and I covered it with Real America's Voice, my network. And I can tell you, I have I have never, ever seen a level of enthusiasm like I saw this week. Never. We're talking to uh, Dr. Gina Loudon, president of programming for Real America's Voice and host of Dr. Gina Primetime. That was my next uh, topic for you because, you know, in talking about continuing the fight and, and, and me saying the night before the election that, that the fight for MAGA will continue, whether Trump gets inaugurated in January 2020, 2021 or in 2024, 
um, message to the Republican Party. MAG ain't going anywhere. In fact, we've got a new crop of fighters, and they're the young people. And I know that you were down there broadcasting from the Student Action Summit. Uh, I didn't get to see all of it, and I know you actually spoke there. But tell us, uh, my impression is we got a whole new crop of MAGA fighters, and they are young, and they are energized, and they are saying, looky, rhinos, we are coming for you. And this MAGA movement isn't going anywhere. Tell everybody, give us like your takeaways uh, from this weekend, SASS. Yes, they're young. Yes, they're enthusiastic. Yes, they're ready to go. But more exciting than that, Andrea, is they're super informed. They understand that it is the Democrats who accused this president of, they said, oh, he could never win. Then they said, oh, Russia collusion. That was a lie. That was what they were doing, by the way. Look at all the collusion that has been proven, not just between Russia, between our grand enemy, China, mm-hmm. and, and, and the Biden family, the Biden crime cartel. And, and so you look at that and you think, Wow, this generation is so well-educated, and they understand. They, they just witnessed those last four years of something that they worked hard on being stolen from them. And you know how, I don't know if you've ever had your car robbed or your house robbed or, um, God forbid, any sort of violation like rape or anything like that, but I really had all of the above. And I can tell you that once you feel violated like mm-hmm. that, you are willing to pretty much lay down everything for what you perceive to be justice. And that is really how these young people feel. They feel like we worked hard on this election. We gave our blood, sweat, and tears. We've been accused of things we didn't do. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying to accuse, you know, MAGA patriots of, of, of riots. But, you know, never mind the blood in the streets and the looting and the rioting that happened on the left while they're trying to socialize our country. You know, these are people who really just want a peaceful existence, and they really just want to, to have civil discourse, and they're, they're ready to have, the, to have the arguments with the people that disagree with them. It's not about that. They're totally willing to do that. They just don't want to be put down, called names, and canceled for it. Absolutely. And there's a very different thing. The mm-hmm. right doesn't cancel the left. The left only cancels the right because the left doesn't have any arguments to stand on. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that's absolutely critical in the fight going forward is the ability to get the message out. We know that big tech has been silencing us. It's a disappointment. The Republicans didn't put in a removal of, of the protections in the form of 230 for big tech. Um, we know that while those of us who've been paying attention knew that Fox News was moving to the left be, before election night, um, the, you know, they're doing every control the message and you control minds. And so I'm super excited that you have your network now there is, that that we're not, I, I was so fearful like a year and a half ago that with big tech and with the mainstream media controlling the message and turning into Pravda, that the American people are going to end up being like citizens in NOCO, right? Getting no information. But that, but here we are with your network, which is a, an ama- the time it couldn't be more perfect. And I've said to Dr. Gina personally that I absolutely believe that the Lord has his hand on your back because the time it could not be more perfect for Real America's Voice and for your show. So tell everybody about it. If they haven't already started watching, you're set on my favorites for Pluto TV. Tell everybody about your network and what your goals are. And I just love your programming. Everybody, turn off. If you haven't already, turn away from the legacy media, including faux news, and turn over to Real America's Voice. Tell everybody about your mission. Well, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, you know, I I was with OAN. I was with Newsmax. I did Fox News, as everybody knows, for 10 years. And then I was asked to take over a senior anchor of Real America's Voice, RAV-TV. And then they quickly promoted me to president of programming because we really have an amazing agenda to serve the public with what is true and what is right and what is honest. And um, But without the opinion injected until the evening programs where we delineate, like my program, for example, of course, as you can imagine, (laughs) is very opinionated. But throughout the day, we're partnered with Just the News, 
johnsolomonsjustthenews.com. Mm-hmm. And so we're very newsy, and we don't inject opinion during the day. And so we may have commentators on who do, but for the largest part, we try to invite all civil discourse because we believe that where you shine light, you get truth. And so we're really happy with that. So, yes, you can find us everywhere, as you mentioned. You can find us on um, literally um, Pluto, Roku, Amazon, as you mentioned. Um, absolutely, we have an app. You can go to America's Voice. You can go to Real America's Voice News um, and find us on the web, on and on. Anyway, you can also find me at Real Dr. Gina on all of the social media, except Parler. For some reason, I'm Doc G on there. I don't really know why. And, <laughs> and, and I will direct you there as well. So we have a great lineup, amazing people. Um, we have Pastor Daryl Scott, who's one of the president's favorite. The president, fact, I love him when so I showed much. the president our lineup, he said, he said, I want you to get Daryl Scott on there. I said, all right, we'll make that my next phone call. So I got <laughs> Pastor Daryl Scott. So he's amazing, too. So we have just amazing folks. And um, I asked people to check us out and, and give us a chance because we really are trying to do something that's um pioneering. Well, it, it is pioneering. It really shouldn't be, to be honest. I mean, it shouldn't be pioneering for me to turn on TV and actually get facts about what's going on in the different states with the election fraud. And, you know, I have I learn more every day in terms of, and I don't have time on my show to regurgitate it, but that's where I get so much of my actual facts about what is happening at the individual states where the fraud has occurred and what's real and what's evidence versus what's been conjecture. That's just one example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just, just the news. I mean, who doesn't respect them? Who doesn't doesn't understand that John Solomon has been just like one of the he's one of the few remaining true true journalists that's left out Mm. there and so I I know that I can trust that I can go there and get actual news and then of course you've got some of my favorite you know opinionators and you know I get to enjoy that opinion and so I love what you guys are doing and I want everybody to I I know most of my listeners have already turned off uh, phone news um, but they're they're wondering where to go and if they haven't already found uh, Real America's Voice I want them to go there so thank you so much for what you're doing thank and keep you. it up. Thank you for being here. I've been wanting you on for a while, but I know how busy you've been working on the election and Real America's Voice, and it's just an honor to have you here tonight. I'm honored so much, and I want to say that I had um, dinner the other night with uh, some of the owners of your network, and you work for an amazing company as well. You've always done amazing work. We're honored to have you also um, you know, on Real America's Voice often, and uh, and I appreciate your listeners and and they're considering us. Thank you so much, Andrea. Thank you, honey. And Merry Christmas to you and your amazing family. Merry Christmas. All right, sweetie. Have a good night. You too. God bless. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because we got more to talk about. Guess who tendered her, her retirement news today? Did you hear about this, DJPT? <laughs> we got to talk about that. And then we're going to share what is what is, pathogenic priming. Y'all know what pathogenic priming I can explain it to you even if I have trouble remembering what the term is. Uh, we got lots more to talk about, so don't go away. Come on back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Dr. Gina is too nice. I didn't want to ask her about this because, you know, she's still got friends at Fox, Fox News and she's never going to say anything bad about them. Um, but, you know, um, they're reeling over there. Eric Bowling is quoted as saying that they're very, very nervous over at Fox News. Of course, you know, they ousted Eric Bowling, kicked him out supposedly over sexual harassment claims. But it was because they were trying to purge anybody pro-Trump and conservative, I think, for a while now. 
And so get this. Here's what's interesting, um, Potato Skins. Uh, you know that, um, and we've talked about it, how they just, after election night, I think they 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 shed like 30% or to 40% oh, of their audience. Oh, people them to the curb. Oh, absolutely. Here's what's interesting, though, is when, um, the, according to this article... Um, that came out today. What's interesting is getting inside the different shows. What's interesting is across the board from Neil Cavuto to the five, Brett Bear, we're talking about on average 35 to 40% just gone. I mean, including the five. And I think it's because of Dana Perino, you know, and, and Juan Williams. You know, it's like somebody said to me yesterday, yeah, I like Greg Gutfeld and I like Jesse Waters, but I don't want to have to suffer through Juan Williams to get to, you know, hear what Jesse Waters has to say. Well, it's also it's right. a good point, but it's also you take it to the next level, like you and I say, like I'm a really big Laura Ingram fan. But I can't justify watching Laura Ingram on a network that I don't think backs true journal true journalism in the way that a media company should be behaving. I can't do it. Well, what's really interesting is funny you should mention that is that the shows that got hit the hardest are actually Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram. In fact, Sean Hannity's show took the biggest hit. Now he, you know, it, it, let's. I I haven't watched his show. It comes on at the same time as mine, but it replays later. I guess I could watch it. But his ratings, he's f- completely flaming out. His viewership plummeted from six point eight million to two point eight. I mean, he's lost four million viewers a night. And it's sad, and I almost hate to even hear that because both those talents that you just mentioned, they, they're such credible. Uh, such such amazing uh, journalistic talents, and you would hate to see them losing viewers, but I'm sorry, what do you expect? Well, you know, it's just, it's interesting that the most conservative shows, considered the most conservative shows, actually ended up losing the biggest. And I'm not sure. I haven't watched Ingram since election night. I don't know why. I don't know if she, I I did see a report that she, she pushed for Trump to accept the outcome. Um, early, it could be that. Um, Hannity lost me. I used to flick off and on some uh, and listen to him a little bit on the radio over the summer, and he was so far up Fauci's behind. He was pushing mask mandates. He was pushing the dis- distancing. He was pushing for temperatures and be and t- at building entrances to to buildings. He was so he was so in the tank with the CDC that I think that might be a part of it and, and be a part of the problem. I just thought that was interesting. All right, speaking of the CDC, guess who t- guess who announced her retirement today? Um. I want to burst into tears right now. Dar- yes, Dr. Dr. Scarfy Socialist Burks announced her retirement. Could be because she's seen the writing on the wall that after she got busted, because there's a, a visiting, uh, you know, um, her vacation home around Thanksgiving. One of her vacation homes. Now, I don't know what her husband does for a living, but you riddle me this, Batman, how somebody who's worked in the government, isn't this typical that we find out that all these longtime career government hacks are worth millions and millions and have multiple vacation homes? And her justification for traveling over Thanksgiving to this vacation home was that, well, she wasn't there to celebrate Thanksgiving. No, she was there to prep it. Because I, the, that's what the elites do, you know, when they've got a vacation home like up in Martha's Vineyard that they're not using during the winter. They got to go and like cover up the art. Right. Yeah, well, they, cover up line, the- they don't live by the same rules that they lay down for you and I. It's a it's a it's totally different, Andrea. We need to understand that. Well, yeah, we need to understand it, although she has no explanation for it, because you cannot possibly believe that this disease 
This virus is as contagious and as deadly as you're putting it out there because you're, you're saying people shouldn't travel because it's so deadly that if you leave your home or that if you go share a turkey dinner with people that aren't living in your home, that you could catch this and drop dead. They wouldn't be leaving their homes. They wouldn't be leaving their homes. She wouldn't be traveling with three generations of people if she actually believed it. And so, of course, she's announced her retirement. So what is pathogenic priming? Let's let's move on. People need to listen because this is actually, especially if you're thinking about even getting the vaccine when it's available. This is some scary stuff. Yeah, I actually heard an interview between uh, Charlie Kirk, whose show comes on after mine. Stay tuned for Charlie and America's frontline doctor, Dr. Simone Gold, who was down at the Student Action Summit. And memo to me, invite her on the show. Now, you remember who she is. She she has lost her job at UCLA as a trauma, a trauma doctor, an emergency room doctor. Um, after she went to D.C. with a group of other doctors and did a video in which they said that this is crap what's going on with the CDC, these shutdowns, these masks, these distancing, the protocols being done in, in the hospitals, that there are treatments and therapeutics for people early on in the disease. We did not need to lose. Not only is there still a 99.5% recovery rate, we didn't need to lose the amount of people that we lost had they that had they treated people early with known therapeutics, right? Yeah, that they were not allowing people to take. Right. So she gets fired from her job. She's one of my favorites, by the way. She's on Joni Table Talk on Daystar, by the way. And uh, so she's been able to keep afloat financially because of contributions from the Christian community through Daystar. So she's a Christian, by the way. So I hear this interview with her in which she's talking about the vaccination and she's describing something called pathogenic priming. And what this means is, without trying to get into all the science behind it, is if you have had the coronavirus, and you have immunities built up to the coronavirus, what happens if you take this vaccine? Well, what happens or could happen, they don't know because they didn't bother to test for this, but what happens in rodents who have had a virus, therefore immunity to the virus, and then they go get a vaccination to the virus, they drop dead. Because of something called pathogenic priming. Did I explain it right? No, you did. That's pretty spot on. I mean, you can get a lot more detail, but that's pretty clear. So she went on to say that they did not test for this. And how many Americans know whether or not they've been exposed to coronavirus and have the antibodies? You may not know. You don't know. Because for most people who get it, including a family member of mine, if he hadn't bothered, if he hadn't happened to notice he'd lost his sense of smell, he wouldn't have known he had it. Many people, it's, they don't even, they don't even know. And, and the, and, and, and if you don't believe me, let me remind you also that the test that they have for coronavirus, they have to amplify and amplify and magnify and magnify and magnify to try to find it in your system because there's the asymptomatic people who have it and therefore have the antibodies built up, have, have it in so little, they're ace. That's why, that's what it means to be asymptomatic, meaning they don't know that they have it. So we have no idea how many of the 330 million Americans have had it, have the, have the antibodies in their system and immunity built up in their system that w- will face trouble based upon pathogenic priming when they go to take the vaccination. So she said, think of it this way. To go get vaccinated is to participate in a trial, a clinical trial. Now, when the, the clinical trials that did take place, people went in there willingly knowing that they were participating in a trial 
They didn't know what the outcome was going to be, and they were assuming a risk to be injected with this coronavirus. And it was a risk that they were knowingly taking. Now, when people are signing up to take this vaccination, it's not being explained to them that they're basically participating in a trial, that there's a whole lot of scenarios that were never tested. They're not even being explained to. I mean, you would think that it, we get most most vaccines, you know, you're getting injected with the virus. You're trying to protect yourself against that. But not everybody knows that. Well, it's being fed to you that these are safe, that they've been tested and tried. And and you you are given the assumption, given the you're being fed the notion that all the different scenarios have been tested um, like on the frail elderly, we found out from Pfizer, they haven't tested it on the frail elderly. And who does it affect most? If the frail elderly. What do you mean you didn't test it on the frail elderly? Oh, you tested it on 30-year-olds? They also, Pfizer also came out and admitted, I don't know about Moderna, came out and admitted that they didn't test for whether or not anybody who had the vaccine was still contagious or not. So we know just from the admission, even if you don't believe me or Dr. Simone, Dr. Simone Gold, from Pfizer CEO alone, we know that they did not test for a variety of different scenarios. You're a guinea pig if you take this vaccine. You're a guinea pig. And they're not telling you that. And you have no idea what's going to happen to you. You have no idea what's going to happen to you. But you're being pressured to take it. They, the, the plan is, is that one of the reasons why these lockdowns have no end in sight, and Gavin Newsom has already said he's looking at extending it, is and we already heard well when we're going to get back to new normal dr fauci well we the vaccine now it's well with the vaccine you got to have multiple injections of the vaccine and it's still we don't know if it's contagious so uh you know the only hope you have to any kind of return normal is to take the vaccine let me get to my next point of dr simone gold now the pressure is going to be on not just they, they can't mandate necessarily that everybody take a vaccine, but what they can do is set it up to where you can't go anywhere. You can't get on a plane, a bus. You can't go to a grocery store. You can't maneuver throughout life. Just like you and I were talking about the safe zones with right. Israel yesterday. It's, exactly. So she's actually got um, there is an, a petition that is at stopmedicaldiscrimination.org, which is set up. Go to stopmedicaldiscrimination.org. There is a petition there. And she's hoping to get a million signatures, which should not be hard to get a million signatures from Americans who are going to say, we don't want to be discriminated against. Then we have a 99.5% recovery rate on this virus. There is no reason for anybody to be forced to be a guinea pig on a vaccine. Because if we don't, we're going to be discriminated against by banks, by private enterprise as American citizens. So go to stopmedicaldiscrimination.org. We all need to sign this petition. And other than a few other media outlets, nobody's really talking about this. I've heard it here and it's the same interview that you heard and that's it. That's it. We all need to join together on this. We ought, we have a right as Americans to decide. Wait, it's your body, your choice, right? That's You're, what they tell us. That's what they tell us. And yet they're, they're expecting uh, Americans to submit to being guinea pigs. Um, I don't have time to get into it, but one of the people that's been involved with the CDC in the modeling of distribution is identifies, took down his Twitter account, by the way, but it's somebody named Joe who self-identifies as a non-binary. It's one of these far left wackos who used who 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 used false efficacy rates on the vaccine to put out a model that has young people getting it first instead of old people. And there's no excuse for that. 
We know, and while we know it wasn't necessarily tested on on old people, we know that they're the ones that most likely to die from coronavirus. So if we're going to roll it out to anybody, it should be, and this is also what Dr. Simone Gold is saying, it should be to the people who need it the most, who have the most greatest chance. She says that when it's anybody under, I think, 20, they should never get it. If you're between 20 and 50, caution, caution. If you want to take it, take it, but she doesn't advise it. Um, then I think it's, you know, 50 to 75. Um, I can't remember what she's like, you know, it might want to think about it. And then 70 up, she recommends it. I think that's the age groups, but don't hold me to that. Um, so this is just what's what's being done uh, to America with the push for this vaccine. And I don't necessarily bl- blame the Trump administration for it. Look, the American people wanted it. He's a businessman. You want it, he delivered it, and he did it in record time. But be ca- Be cautious. America. You, I mean, the, the, these are your, your your lives, your family's lives that you're playing with. Don't just assume that because it's said to have gone through the proper channels that it's safe. Absolutely. I don't, you know, we don't, we don't, we have more young people who die from the flu every year. and We don't mandate people take the flu shot. And let me think about, and think about this for a second. The flu is a virus, right? We don't have a vaccination for the flu. We have a flu shot that takes the previous strains that came around. They think maybe this is going to be what's going to be around next year. And that's what you get. That's what you get injected. I also don't believe that there is a coronavirus vaccination either. And I think that's why it's got to come in, in, in different iterations. Um, why you've got to take multiple doses of it as well. I don't think it's a true vaccination. I think it's kind of similar to the flu shot. All right, well, I'm past the point of a break. We're going to come back. we got more to talk about, so don't go away. This is kind of our hump day, if you will, in a sense, right? This is kind of our hump day. Yeah, it is. Uh, tomorrow's uh, tomorrow's kind of like Friday. It's It's weird. Yeah, it is. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. You want to hear something absolutely funny and ridiculous and um, stupefying and it's gonna make you really angry. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Uh, you remember the election guy, Gabriel Sterling, out of Georgia, who is the um, the voting system implementation manager for Georgia. He's the guy who came out to the microphones and and said, you know, he was he was tired of all the accusations and everybody being mean. Okay, about yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, apparently he just figured out this is according to David Safer. He just figured out that a fraudulent vote was cast from his own home and what the Georgia secretary of state called the most secure election in Georgia history. So the very people involved in running, running the elections down in Georgia, the dude over Fulton County had fraud happen from his own home. Nothing and, to see here. And he's admitting it. Yeah. Um, I guess the uh, Georgia um, Republican legislator has has said to the to the secretary of state that they're not on board with their plan to use, I guess, University of Georgia college students to conduct the audit of signatures and that they're demanding that Republicans actually be uh, a part of that. It's still coming late. Um, Should have been should have been done weeks ago. Yeah, should have been done weeks ago. And, you know, the Republican Party. 
um, needs to do. We've, Matt Gates has said that he's going to support contesting the electors, and we know that others in the Senate as well as the House have said that they will on January 6th. Oh, I hope they're men of their word. Well, and we and we, we just need to continue to pray that the right thing happens. Day. Absolutely. And we got to stay strong, and we gotta we got to eat right and take care of ourselves. I take my balance in nature, which I do. I take my balance in nature every day. In addition to, I still try to eat right. Don't don't be fooled by the fact that I do eat donuts. I try to eat right as well. Go to balanceinnature.com. Use the discount code HEALTH. Do something for yourself. Take care of your body this season. Don't overindulge. Use the discount code HEALTH. Free shipping, 35% off right now. We'll be back tomorrow night, Wednesday night. Hump me. Love you all. Peace out. Thank you, Dr. Gina, for coming on tonight.